In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We are standing on holy ground, and I know that there are angels all around. Disappoint me one day. He never disappoints me one day. Since I joined the army of the Lord, He never disappoints me one day. He never disappoints me one day. One day. He never disappoints me one day. Since I joined. The army of the Lord, He never disappoints me one day. One day, He never disappoints me one day. He never disappoints me one day. One day, since I joined. The army of the Lord, He never disappoints me one day. Oh, one day, He never disappoints me one day. Hallelujah, He never disappoints me one day. Since I joined. The army of the Lord, He never disappoints me. One day, one day, 
we are careful to give you praise. We are careful to give you all the glory that mighty things will happen before your people. That the sick shall be made whole. Oh God, that those who need deliverance that you will deliver them. Blessed Father, you will break in pieces the bars of iron. You cut in sun that it gets of wrath. That men will know that it's a mighty God. The Holy One of Israel. Blessed be your name. As your children sit before your presence, Father, let your glory cloud be electric in this place. Bring forth your power. Break the yoke of Satan. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. 
You may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you open with me to Judges 14? Judges 14, we'll read from 5 to 14. Judges 14, we'll read from 5, and then we'll stop in verse 14. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath, and came to the vineyards of Timnath, and behold, a young lion roared against him. And the Spirit of the Lord came, came mightily upon him, and he rent him as he would rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand, but he told not his father or his mother what he had done. And he went down and talked with the woman, and she pleaded Samson well. And after a time, he returned to take her, and he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion. And behold, there was a swarm of bees, and honey in the carcass of the lion. And he took thereof in his hands, and went on eating, and came to his father and mother, and he gave them, and he did eat. But he told not them that he had taken the honey out of the carcass of the lion. So his father went down to the, unto the woman, and something made there a feast, for so used the young men to do. And it came to pass when they saw him, that they brought thirty companions to be with him. And Samson said unto them, I will now put forth a riddle unto you. If ye can certainly declare it me within seven days of the feast, and find it out, then I will give you thirty cheeks and thirty change of garments. But if ye cannot declare it me, then shall they give me thirty sheets and thirty change of garments. And they said unto him, Put forth the riddle, that we may hear it. Fourteen. And he said unto them, Out of the eater, came forth meat, and out of the strong came forth sweetness, and they could not in three days expound the riddle. Praise the Lord. There is honey in the lion. The message is that there is honey in the lion. That that which is so strong, that is which is so powerful, that which intimidates, that which frightens, that which harasses, God turns it, and you have your honey in it. You have your blessings in it. You have your promotion in it. It will fall down powerful before your presence. And God will turn things around in the name of Jesus Christ. Very many times when God makes a promise, it never goes without hurdles. It never goes without obstacles. It always comes with all kinds of obstacles and roadblocks and borders and barriers all over the place. Why? Because God had made a promise. So Satan will move into swiftness, into action, to ensure that he blocks that way. And you can see what has happened, even in, 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 in Numbers 14. That most times when God promises and says, you children of Israel, go to the land of Canaan, you find milk and honey. But when they went there, they saw the sons of Anak. They saw the giants. They said, we are not able... To, to, well, we be not able to take over this land. Every time and each time God's children are given promises, Satan moves to see whether he can stop the promises. But it is impossible. I say it is impossible. I say it is impossible in the name of Jesus Christ. When God said that the land of Israel is filled with milk and honey, you, will, you begin to wonder if you have been to Israel. That the entire land is strewn with precipitous canyons and cliffs and ridges all over the place. And if you really see where you see the fertile land, you really see. And we ask God, God, is it a land that you see is filled with milk and honey? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So where do we have the milk? Where do you have the honey? You are not looking at the right thing. We teach you how to look at the right thing. When God speaks, it comes to pass. I say, when God speaks, it comes to pass. He lost the lion. You see, there is no miracle without a lion. God performs a miracle when he sees obstacle. He performs a miracle so that he will glorify himself. The reason he does that is so that Satan will know that there is a God in heaven who is still seated on the throne of heaven. And our God is powerful. And our God is all-powerful. In the name of Jesus Christ. And now they met, they met this season that everywhere in Israel, you find out that the lands are so rocky. Only 
infinitesimal expanse of this land is arable, is good for, for agricultural purposes. But God said, I have given you land filled with milk and honey. Hallelujah. So I can tell you that you know, Paul says in the book of 1 Corinthians 16 and 9, he said, a great door and effectual is open unto me. And there are many adversaries. In other words, each time God opens great doors before you, each time God gives you promises, the giants are going to be there. But don't look at the giants. Look unto the God that created the giants. Look unto the God that created the giants. Don't look at the problem. Look at the almightiness of your God. That your God will never fail. Otherwise, he will not be God. He said, I have exalted, I have magnified my word above all my name. That's what he said. And because he has said that to you, you have to be a covenant child. You have to be covenanted and be regulated by the God, Jehovah our God. Why? Because when you pray and you have that knowing on the inside, you're a covenant. Every child of God is a covenant child. Because you're a child of God, you are a covenant child. And you have to realize that, that the promises and the prophecies of the Bible are for you. They are for you. And you must drink in that. You must assimilate that. It must be part of your constitution. You must take it hook, line, and sinker. And let it overwhelm your entire being. Because God will never fail. The, the average Christian believes that when there are roadblocks, when there are obstacles, maybe God is no more there. Maybe God is not answering prayers again. No, he's there. That is where he is. Because the enemy will want to set roadblocks there. The enemy wants to do something so that you'll be disappointed, you'll be discouraged, you'll have doubt, and you think God is not working any longer. God is there. I say God is there. And your God never sleeps, he never slumbers. Our God never sleeps and he never slumbers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 49 and 15, it says, God said, can a woman forget her sucking child? That she will not have compassion over the son of her womb? He said, yes, they may forget. But I will never forget. He said, I have graven you in the palms of my hands and your walls, your walls, every person, your family, they are before me. He said, they are before me. You can take that to the bank. He has spoken, it is settled. God has spoken, it is settled. In the book of Luke 8, and from verse 22, Jesus Christ looked at his disciples, and then they entered the ship, and he said, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And so they entered the ship, and they were sailing. And while they were sailing, the master comfortably fell asleep. And then Satan thought it was the time. They will never go over. They will never cross. The master is asleep. They are going to be drowned. I'm going to drown them. Then he raised a tempestuous wind. And waves. And the wind and waves filled the, filled the ship with water. And they were drowning. They were in jeopardy of life. The Bible says. And when they did that. Can you imagine? The master of all masters. He was still sleeping. Which means there is nothing that Satan will do that will disturb him. Nothing. He's not disturbed. You see, we are disturbed. But he says, look, have faith like me. I have given you faith. He was still sleeping and he was still enjoying. The boat was being filled with water. And they went to him. And they said, Master, don't you care? Look, we are perishing. And then he got up. The Bible says he rebuked the wind and the wave. And instantly there was calm, there was still. Why? Because the master of the sea is also the captain of the ship. The master of the sea is the captain of the ship. It will never sink. No matter what you're going through, you will go over. No matter what Satan does to you, I want to tell you, whether in sickness or in disappointment or in disarray or the problem at work, no matter what Satan does, you will go over. You will go over. You will go over. You will go over. In Jesus' name. Our God is a great God. I say, our God is a great God. Hmm. Do you know that when problem comes like that, God uses you. He uses the feeble, 
infinitesimal, the weak thing, to confound the strong. Because you, he has found you to be champions. You are champions in training. I say you are champion in training. Look to your neighbor and tell them, I am a champion in training. Tell them I'm a champion in training. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Young Kishou made an impact upon my life. When he expounded on Judges 14 and verse 5. Judges 14 and verse 5, the Bible says, Then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnath, and came to the vineyards of Timnath, and behold, a young lion roared against him. Behold, a young lion roared against him. What do you mean by that? This was a man of prophecy. This was a man of promises. This was a man that would deliver Israel. And God had lined out his promises and all the prophecies. And his, 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 his very essence, his very majesty was at stake. And Satan would want to do something. And now he was going past Timnat and he went to the vineyards of Timnat. And as he was going, behold, a lion. Not only a lion, a roar. Which means, I'm tearing you to pieces now. Which means, you are finished now. Which means, there is none that can save you. And I want to tell you, there is always one that will save you. His name is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. He is the one that will save you. No power has power over you. He's all powerful. He's all sufficient. He's all majestic. And he never fails. I say, he never fails. He never fails. He will take you out of that sickness. No matter, let it come three times. The Bible says, the righteous will fall seven times, but he will rise again. He will never fall to the ground powerless. Our God is majestic. And our God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But they, I love what happened even in that place. The very boat, let me just take you back, that Jesus was asleep and nothing happened. Do you know what it meant? It meant that nothing ever disturbs him. The only cry he wants to hear is a call from you. He never woke up until the disciples went and called him to action. So you can call Jesus to action. When there is a problem, you can call him into action. And he will answer. I say, and he will answer. I say, and he will answer. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this man, mighty man of God, Samson, was a man in prophecy. Was a man in prophecy. And he knew... That each time the power of God will come upon him. God has programmed him against the enemies of God. I mean, his, his hand will be tinkling. His muscles will begin to bulge. He's looking for any enemy of God to squeeze. That was something. And now comes a lion right in front, face to face with something. Intimidating. A young lion, bustling in energy. And... Is it, the Bible says we are men of like passions. Even at Elias was, we are men of like passion. Even though the anointing was there, there, has, there would have been a moment of trepidation, a moment of fear. And fear must have wrecked on the spine of this man. And then, but all of a sudden, he set his mind on God. What did I say? He set his mind on God. No matter what the problem is, set your mind on God. Praise the Lord. All of a sudden, he set his mind on God. And when he set his mind on God, something happened. Something happened. Within that fleeting moment, within that transient second, something happened to this man. What happened? Because God knew that if something were destroyed by that lion, his own eminency his majesty, his power, his word is at stake. And that God cannot tell a lie. And that God cannot fail. And that God cannot be late. And that God cannot change. And these are his wonderful attributes. And he knew that his, his majesty was at stake. And do you know that it's impossible? It's impossible. It's impossible.
impossible. And all of a sudden, as the lion roared, there comes the anointing like lightning to overwhelm the entire being of Samson. And I'm sure within that fleeting second, Samson was wonderful to behold. His, his muscle pushed. So as the lion wanted to pounce, Samson pounced forward as well. That was a fight of Titan. That was a fight of a roaring lion and a lion of God. Do you know you are the lion of God? The Bible says the offspring of a lion is a lion. Jesus Christ is a lion of the tribe of Judah. You are a lion of God. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I am the lion of God. Turn to them again and tell them, I am the lion of God. One more time, turn to them and tell them, I am the lion of God. Hallelujah. You know the Bible says, Jesus, the Lord says in Psalm 89 and verse 44, He said, my covenant, my covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing that is gone out of my mouth. God will never break his covenant. He is mindful of his covenant. That you are a covenant child. And nothing, and nothing, and nothing will ever happen to you. It does not matter what you are facing. Tell, look away from that thing. And look unto the Lamb of God. The author and the finisher of our faith. He is with you. I say, He is with you. I say, He is with you. I say, He is with you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is a mighty God. Our God never fails. And there is honey in the lion. There is honey in the lion. Let the lion come pouncing. Know that the honey is there. Know that you are about to lick honey. Know that the promises have come. The bigger the lion, the fiercer the lion, the more powerful and the bigger the blessings. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Our God is always on the move. I say he's always on the move. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know the Bible says, no matter what is coming against a child of God, a covenanted child of God, whose life is regulated by God, the Jehovah himself, no matter what is happening, let it be in the dreams of the night. Let them do what they want to do, what they care to do. The Bible says they will come in one way. And in seven ways they shall scatter. In seven ways they shall scatter. In seven ways they shall scatter. In the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what the report of the doctor says. You are going to look unto Jehovah. I think you are going to look unto Jehovah. Hallelujah. 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 You see, listen to me. There are certain things that cannot happen to the child of God. When you put your mind on Jesus Christ, you put your mind not on the problem. You put your mind on the one that created the lion, created the lion, created the mountains. The mountains will fall down level to the ground. In the name of Jesus, Bible says, Who are thou, O great mountains before Jerubbabel, for thou shalt become a plain. And that prophecy is for you. Every mountain shall become a plain before you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, there is no devil in hell that can try because you are covenanted and you have to pray yourself into covenant. This morning, people, all of you, when you come out, you pray yourself that, Lord, I am a covenant child. Let the, let the terms of the covenant begin to unravel in my life and God is going to do it. And God is going to do it. You have to know with a knowing, completely convicted on, this, on your soul, in your soul, that the God whom you serve Never, never fails his covenant. And that you are a covenant child. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, David, I love David. And he puts it this way. In Psalm 89, David said that he teaches my hand to do war. That a bow of steel is broken by my arms. Hallelujah. That God teaches me to do battle, to do war, such that let it be a mighty bow of steel. The anointing comes upon me, and I will mangle that bow of steel into complete pieces. Because God is on the throne. I say, Your God is on the throne. I say, Your God is on the throne. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. You see, there is only in the lion. Don't ever be afraid. Whether in the workplace, whether a sickness come, a disease come, whether it's sad news from home, it does not matter. What matters is the fact that you are a covenanted child and you have to believe. Don't ever allow that problem to overwhelm you. Don't look away from that problem. 
Don't look to the problem. Look away from that problem. And never you be afraid. Because that is honey. I said that is honey. I said that is honey. And when something was going back, something was now going back, having, you know, slain the lion. It was now going back. And the Bible says while he was going back, he looked at the carcass of the lion and he found that there is honey there. Then he approached it and he grabbed the honey and he started licking away the honey. And I'm sure he must be thinking, who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? I say nobody. That was the song. God is mighty, and he's mighty to deliver you. He's your God. And the Bible says he went to his mother, and he went to his father, and then he didn't even tell them what happened. He didn't even tell them the exploit. He just gave them money. And they, were, they didn't even ask any question. They were all leaking. They were all leaking. You will not only be a blessing, you'll be a blessing to your generation. I say you'll be a blessing to your generation. I say you'll be a blessing to your generation. In the name of Jesus. That is only in the lion. That is only in the lion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's look at the pattern of faith that our forebears, our ancestors, the, 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 the great uh, patriarch, how they wielded their faith. How these people wielded faith. How did they do it? How did they do it? Well, let's open to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, 32. Hebrews 11, 32. And it's 1, It says, And what shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises. Through faith they obtained, they received honor in the lion. They obtained promises through faith. Promises through faith. Promises through faith in Jesus Christ. And that is very significant. How did they obtain God-given promises? It's very important. Let's go same chapter. Let's go and look at 24. Verse 24. From verse 24. Look at it. Look at it. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Now look at verse 27. By faith, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him. Who is invisible. I'm going to read that again. Because I'm going to give you some, a small test. And I'm going to, get, I'm going to read that verse 27. You, you read also. I'm going to give a small test there. That by faith he forsook Egypt. Not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him. Who is invisible. How many kings do we have in that passage? Read again. How many kings do we have in that passage? How many kings? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many kings? I want an answer somewhere. How many? Two. How many? Another? Another? Two. Praise the Lord. Hundred percent. We have two kings. We have two kings. And I love it. The Bible says, by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, the small king, for he endured as seeing him, the great king, the Elohim, the I am that I am, the desire of all nations, the blessed and the only potent, the king of kings and the lord of lords. The Bible says, as seeing him who is invisible. Moses was seeing the invisible. And so because he was seeing the invisible, there are two kings before Moses. One is a king you can see. One is a king that is dressed 
and his elegance could frighten you. One is a king that comes formidable in his appearance. One is a king whose war, whose law is only law within his premise and jurisdiction. But there is another king. The king of kings. The lord of lords. The mighty one of Jacob. The creator of the heaven and earth. The eternal God. Our God and great king. The only wise and invisible God. He is king above all kings. He created all kings. He created the world and the universe. He created the galaxies and the Milky Way. He is our God. The Bible says that yes, there are two kings. But Moses did not bother about the physical king he sees. He did not bother about the wrath of that king. Because the Bible says he endured, he persevered, he was steadfast, he, he was always abounding. The Bible says that no matter what that king does, he was seeing beyond the visible king. He was seeing beyond the visible king. That there is to an invisible Lord. To a Lord that has all the power. And I want to tell you as from today, you are going to see beyond that invisible king. You will see the, the, the unseen king. You have to see the unseen in the name of Jesus Christ. You have to see beyond every physical thing. See beyond every disease. See beyond every discouragement. See beyond every disappointment. No matter what it is, see beyond it. See beyond it. So you look beyond what your eyes can see. You look beyond what your body can feel. You look beyond what your ears can hear. You look beyond what your mouth can taste. You look beyond what your nose can smell. You are going to look beyond the five senses. And you will look to the king eternal. The invisible unseen king. He is with you. He is in you. By his spirit is in you. And that is the secret brother. Beloved, that is the secret. And when that secret is entrenched in your innermost part, there is no power, no formidable power, no power garnered by the enemy that will make you, in, you know, threatened and begin to, begin to vacillate and all that. No power. There's no power in the universe that can tremble you. Because the king is on the inside of you. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven is within you. Hallelujah. You are going to enjoy the kingdom here before the kingdom comes. I said you are going to enjoy the kingdom here before the kingdom comes. So look beyond the visible and look unto Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. He is God. I say he is in you. No matter what it is, in the name of Jesus, that power is crumbling now. That sickness goes. It doesn't matter whether it is buried in the back part. In the name of Jesus, that power goes down in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. I give you praise. I give you worship. I give you adoration, blessed Lord. Our God is King. Our God is King. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How did the men of old, how did they do this? You look at Caleb, and you look at Joshua, and you look at the other ten spies. When you look at them, you realize that all of them were sent out to espy the land of Canaan. They were out there to espy that land. They came back, they saw the same giants, the sons of Anakim, or Anan. They came back, but they had different reports. They saw the same thing, they had different reports altogether. The ten says, we be not able, we are like grasshoppers before them, and so we were in their sight. The other said, no, 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 no. They said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. What did they see? They saw beyond the visible giant. They knew that this giant, I see, that is the giant of giant that created them. So they are bred for us. They are nothing for us. Let us go up immediately. Let us go up immediately. Don't see. There are times this thing happens, and then you are saying it in fear sometimes. As you begin to say it and say it, a boldness comes on the inside of you. The anointing comes. And when the anointing comes, things begin to change around. And the things will begin to change around. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, but understand this. I'm going to give you two areas. The confession of these people. The first people said, we be not able, we were as, in our own sight, grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. The first ten. 
They went and they saw the giants. And they said, look, we are not able to fight with the giants, to disconceive them. We are not able to do that. The other, Caleb and Joshua, they had a different report. They let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. I love the word it. Let us possess it. We are well able to overcome it. I love it. The other people say, no, the people are giants. These people are talking about the land. The other people are talking about the giants. God told them, go and possess the land. The first ten went there and all they saw was not even the land. They saw giants. They lost focus. They were agitated completely. They were harassed by, by what they saw. But the other two of them, they said, look, look, look. We are able to possess the land. You see, when you possess the land, you have possessed the inhabitants. When you possess the land, you have taken over the inhabitants. God told them, go and possess the land. The other people came back. They said they saw the people, not the land. But this one saw the land. Because the land has people. And so when you get the land, you also get your people. Focus is important. Focus. When God gives you a promise, focus. Don't ever vacillate or turn here and turn there. Focus is very important. Bible says, don't give place to the devil. Don't ever give place to the devil. And then you are able to possess the land. I said, there is honey in the lion. I said, there is honey in the lion. I want to tell you that every agreement as you are seated here, that those of you that have made up mind, their mind for disappointment, for failure, for things that are so terribly negative, for sickness, it's overwhelming me. I don't know why it's come back again. I don't know what is happening to my family out there. I don't know what is happening to my son, my son out there. I don't know what is splitting my husband and me. What is happening? It's always failure mode. But I come to tell you in the name of Jesus, well, we destroy the power of failure. We destroy the power of mediocrity. We destroy the power of discouragement. We destroy the power of sickness. In the name of Jesus, and as from this day, you will stand up boldly. And out of your mouth will be the word of God. The word of God that emboldens you. The word of God that capacitates you. The word of God that strengthens you and puts faith on the inside of you. And you are loaded with the anointing of God. And you move. Praise the Lord. I remember Jesus Christ looked at his disciples. When he calmed the storms and the seas. He looked at his disciples and said, How come you lack faith? Say, where is your faith? In other words, what he was saying is this. That look, I don't need to even get up. You have the authorization, the authority. You have been given delegated power. And you have such delegated power, that authority, to command the sea to steal. The wave to come. You have that authority. The same authority Jesus Christ has given to you. I said, the same authority you had in the name of Jesus Christ. And when we finish and we stand up, that in the name of Jesus, no matter what problem that is there, in the name of Jesus, there's going to be a demolition. I said, there's going to be a demolition. There's going to be a demolition. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In First Kings 17, there was this woman, the woman, the widow of Zarephath. The widow of Zarephath. A wonderful woman. Wonderful woman. This widow of Zarephath knew how to look beyond the visible to see the invisible. This widow of Zarephath had been through things, through thick and thin. She was a woman that housed Elijah, the prophet. This widow of Zarephath this woman of Zarephath was one woman that never gave birth. And for a long time she never gave birth. And it was so terrible that even her husband was stricken in, in age with an old man. Feeble and old he was. But this woman knew how to provoke the message of God. Positively provoke the message of God. She knew how to do it. How wonderful it is. She was going through 
the harassment and the pains of what people will say about barrenness. Never had a child. Never had a child. But this woman, wonders of all wonder. Wonders of all wonder. There are people that know how to winsomely move towards God. And no matter what they are going through, they get what they want. They understand how to approach the living God. And this woman saw this prophet, prophet Elijah. And then she now said, okay, I think we should start giving him food. And she did. And as time went on, she said, uh, she talked to, you know, spoke to her husband and said, I think we can extend our house here and build another structure attached to it so that the man of God, when he comes, he can lay his head and have some time for prayer. And they did. And when they did, they invited Elijah. And Elijah came and he was having a good time there. This, don't forget, this woman was a woman in pain, in tears. But she never one day accused God. She never one day would say, God, what is happening to me? She never one day would talk to the prophet, man of God, something is happening. I've been praying, everybody's been praying and prophesying and nothing is happening. She didn't do that. She went to the good side of the Lord. And she, she, she extended her building and the man of God was there. And all of a sudden, the man of God remembered that this woman has been so kind unto us. So good unto us. Gehazi, go and find out what can we do for this woman. Can we give words to the king to bless her? What, what can we do for the woman? Gehazi went to this woman. And the woman said, no, I am in the midst of my people. I don't want anything. Then Gehazi went back to Elijah. Elijah told him, I see that there is no pardon on the feet. There is no child to this woman. I think she must be barren over this time. Elijah said, go call the woman. Hallelujah. The anointing has come. He said, go call that woman. A woman came. And Elijah spoke this word. He said, for thus say the Lord God of Israel. The barrier. No, 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 no. Where is it? Praise the Lord. He said, said this. It's about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace the son. And she said, nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto the handmaid. He said, according to the time of life, about this season, you are going to have a son. Definite. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That was definite. Definite. Specific. And the woman now said, Oh no, my Lord. Man of God, don't lie to me. Why did she say that? She said that because she's been hearing of these promises. She said that because she's been praying over time. She said that because there's that harrowing pain all over. And so she just believed the Lord her God. To look past the visible onto an invisible God. And now she was completely in disarray. Completely shattered. Plants and everything. So she thought the man of God was not telling her the truth. Because she has had it for a long time. I want to tell you. Your God is visiting you. Your God is visiting you. Your God is visiting you. In the name of Jesus Christ. It does not matter how long. It doesn't come late. Our God doesn't come late. I say, our God doesn't come late. The other day I was telling you in the ninth watch that when we gathered together, I said, the prophet Elisha asked for double portion of his predecessor's Elijah's anointing. And when he did, God heard his prayer. And then the mantle fell. And Elijah, in his lifetime, had performed seven remarkable landmark miracles. And so, Elisha was to perform at least 14 of such miracles. But Elisha died having performed only 13 of, that, of those miracles. And the bone of Elijah, Elisha was in the grave. The man was dead and gone, but his bone was in the grave, anointed, ready for the 14th miracle, waiting for an opportune moment, a ready time. And now, a dead corpse was being taken. And they saw their enemies. And they launched that dead cop into that grave. And he met with the bones of the dead Elisha. And instantly, 14th miracle. I say 14th miracle. Our God is a great God. Our God will never lose the battle. You will never fail in the name of Jesus. You never fall in the name of Jesus. You never flounder in the name of Jesus. You never falter in the name of Jesus. Our God is strong to deliver. He's mighty to save. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a wonderful God. 
Paul was saying so that I know whom I believe. And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I have committed unto his charge. Whatever we commit unto God, God will keep it. I say God will keep it. So you're going to commit yourself unto God. You're going to commit all that pertains to you to this God. You're going to commit your health unto this God. No matter what it is. No matter what men say. What the doctors say. What your, what your, what your body feels. You're going to look beyond the visible. And you will see the invisible. For in the invisible there is power. In the invisible there is miracle. In the invisible there is life. In the invisible there is health. In the invisible there are promises and promotions. He will never fail you in the name of Jesus. I say he will never fail in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, what a wonder. This woman was so wonderful. She knew how to provoke God's kindness and his mercy in the positive. She knew how to do it. And when she did it, it was like obedidom. Bring the ark of God into my house. He knew something was going to happen. Praise the Lord. He knew something was going to happen. And that woman did the same thing. That woman did the same thing. Our God is a mighty God. He's a great Jehovah. And that no matter what you are going to, no matter what Satan is doing to want to wreck your life, I tell you, he will never be able to do it. I tell you, he will never be able to do it. I tell you, he will never be able to do it. In the name of Jesus. God is God. We don't have a grudge against him. Just like the Sunamite woman. Don't do that. Don't do that. Elijah, in his lifetime, when he came to that woman, the widow woman of Zarephath, the widow woman did not understand much. God has told him, told her, that you're going to sustain this man of God. But the woman had the consciousness of the visible. She was seeing the visible. So when the man of God went to her and told her, woman, can you give me a drink of water? She did. As she was leaving, can I have a morsel of bread from you? She said, no, 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 man of God. As my soul, your soul liveth, and the Lord liveth. This is the only thing I have. But let me tell you, the man of God understood the word of God. He spoke faith into her. He spoke faith into her. And he said, your morsel of bread, your cruise of oil will never fail. Until there is rain back here. And that immediately surged faith within this woman. Within her, faith came alive. And he said, man of God, take. Today you have heard the word of faith. Today you have heard the word of God. You will never go backwards. You will never be discouraged. No matter what it is in the name of Jesus, the miracle is yours. Honor is coming your way. You will lick of it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hmm. You see, our God is God. And because he is God, he's always waiting for an opportune moment when devil's pregnancy is nine months before he aborts it. And that's why sometimes we pray and you pray, it's as if nothing is happening. He's coming. I said, He's coming. What did I say? He's coming. He's coming. And that's why the Bible says uh, Moses endured. Moses was persistent. Moses did not take no for an answer. No matter the time, no matter what he was going through. Because he knew his God would answer. He was persistent in prayer. He was persistent in righteousness. He was importunate in his prayer. He knew that God will answer prayer. And you must know the same thing. You must know the same thing. It does not matter the time. He will never come late. It does not matter the time. He will never come late. Because you are the lion of God. Tell your neighbor, I am still the lion of God. Tell your neighbor, they didn't hear you. Tell them, I am still the lion of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Our God is so mighty. Our God is so good. And he will never fail you. I say he will never fail you. I say he will never fail you in the name of Jesus Christ. There are times you have been driven to the backside, to the wall. And as though your life has ebbed away. As though, you know, progressively you are ebbing out. Something is wrong. What is it that is wrong? I want to tell you, look beyond the visible. 
did. Do exactly what Moses did. Do exactly what the Shunammite did. Do exactly what the widow woman did. Do exactly what the patriarch of old, what they did. And our God says that the glory of this house, of this house, is greater than the, than the former one. The glory of the latter house, this house, is greater than the former. What does it mean? It means that God is going to use you. The more feeble you are, the more miracles will come your way. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know that God, without you, I can do nothing. And because I know without you, I can do nothing. Father, I resign myself unto you. I resign myself completely unto you. Because without him, we can do nothing. That, no, no option B whatsoever. Don't have an alternative. The only God, the God of mercy, is your all in all. He is one God. And when you are focused there, you are focused there, I want to tell you, you will make it. Only is on your way. I say, only is on your way. I say, only is on your way. I say, only is on your way. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 You see, the Bible says that when you stand before God and you know you have nothing to boast of, and you know you're but a child, just like Jeremiah would say, I'm but a child, and you know that without him you can do nothing, God becomes your strength. And today, this afternoon, that is going to be your watchword. That is going to be your confession. That is going to be your profession in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Forget about the rolling lion. Forget about the problems. Forget about the mountains on your way. Forget it. And look towards the God of mercy. The God of power. The God of healing. The God of miracles. Look towards him. And you will stand vibrantly like a man of war. And you can see, we'll be able to go up and conquer the giants. They will rise up in prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Oh, this, this afternoon, you are here and you are saying, Father, I want to come before you. And I want to know with the knowing I'm a covenant child. I want to reassure this very fact that I am your covenant child. And let the principles and the promises of the covenant be upon me. If you want to do that, you're going to lift up your hand. You're going to come out here. Father, I want to be a child of covenant. A child of promise. I know you can do all. Can you just come out? Can you just come out in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the most high God. You are looking away from the visible. You are looking unto the end visible. You are looking unto a God that will never, never fail. A God that is strong. A God that is mighty in battle. A God that says I will not break my covenant nor alter anything that is gone out of my lips. Once you have spoken, twice we have heard, power belongs unto God. Hallelujah, we give you praise. That is a God of covenant that is yours. You are the child of covenant. And because you are the child of covenant, the power of Satan is broken. The power of domination is broken. Your prayer life will come back rekindled in the name of Jesus Christ. The God of Anna is your God. The God of Sarah is your God. The God of Elijah is your God. And he will never fail you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. We give you adoration, blessed Father. And let your anointing fill this place, blessed Father. Let your anointing be deposited on your children now. Across the hall in the name of Jesus. Let your power be electric. And let there be a newness, Lord, in the souls of men. That faith spring up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. I give you worship, Lord. I give you adoration, blessed Father. Touch the life, Lord. Touch them, oh God. Renew covenant, blessed Father. Renew promise in the name of Jesus. Break the power of sickness. Break the power of disease. In the name of Jesus. That is an anointing that is here. I bless your name, oh God. I lift up your name, wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Father, the hour has come, oh God. When your name shall be exalted, when your name shall be lifted up, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. In the name of Jesus, there is power in His name. There is anointing in His name. There is anointing in His name. There is healing in His name. There is healing in His name. There is healing in His name. In the name of Jesus, receive the anointing. Receive the anointing. Receive His power. In the name of Jesus, I. I, I stretch forth my hand. 
and the power of God is upon you now, brother. The power of God is upon you in the name of Jesus. Receive the name of Jesus. I give you worship. I give you praise, God. I give you adoration. What a mighty God we serve. Blessed be the name of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Hallelujah to the Lord of Lords. You reign supreme and sovereign. Ah, we vow to give you the praise. Oh, we vow to give you the praise. Long standing sickness and disease. Whether they come again the second time. They are gone in the name of Jesus. They are gone in the name of Jesus. They are gone in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. We praise your name. We exalt your name. We magnify your name. Hallowed be your name, O oh God. What a mighty, mighty, mighty God we serve. Blessed be the name of the Most High God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may now go back to your seat. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. We give you all the glory. We give you honor. I want you to just lift up your hands and worship the Lord. Bless his mighty name for the things he has done. He has done great things. Hallelujah. He has done great things. Hallelujah. He has done great things. Bless His holy. He has done great things. He has done great things. Hallelujah. Has done. He has done great things. He has done. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. My soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He has done great things. I want you to worship the Lord for the great things he has done. Hallelujah. He has done great things. Hallelujah. He has done great things. Bless his holy. He has done great things. He has done great things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has done great things. Bless his holy. You have done great things. You have done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessing, blessing, holy. Sing it one more time. You have done. 